You are listening to South Florida Sunday, and we thank you for being with us. We'd like to welcome our next guest. We are talking to Sharon LaRue of 211 Palm Beach and the Treasure Coast. She's the president and CEO. Sharon, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Thanks for having me, Ron. Well, it's good to have you with us. Tell folks who are listening to us this morning uh, a little bit about 211 Helpline. Absolutely. We are the local helpline and the hotline for this entire South Florida region. So when we say helpline, that means we're really here to listen to your unique issues and connect you with information on resources. And that might be people who are having worries about mental health or a child acting out or a job loss, any variety of everyday problems, the 211 helpline is here. But in addition to the helpline, we're also the hotline which means that if there's a more serious crisis along the lines of maybe a mental health type of situation or even somebody thinking about ending their life, our staff are trained suicide prevention counselors, and we are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week for free to de-escalate that crisis just just as easy as someone calling the 211 number. And you were saying that in addition to the Palm Beach County area and the Treasure Coast, you are also uh, serving a, a great deal of the state of the entire state of Florida. Is that correct? Well, the 211 number is a national number. So more than 95% of the population in the entire U.S. has access to a 211. Now, luckily in Florida, um, most of Florida has a 211. And all through the South Florida region, we our 211 covers Palm Beach and the Treasure Coast. But our sister 211s to the south, Broward and Miami, have very similar services, and we all have helpline services as well as the crisis hotline services. So here it just makes it easy for our residents to get help regardless of what kind of situation they're in. And this is, uh, you've been providing this help to folks uh, for the over 50 years now. And uh, from what 50 I... years! Wow. And you, uh, what I understand, you've responded to over 3 million requests for help just in our area alone. So how, how do you do all that? Right? Um, We are so proud of that, celebrating our 50-year anniversary of service to the community this year. Um, And and yes, 3 million requests for help that we've responded to. So we've done this with just having incredible, amazing support, both from the team members and volunteers who over the years have responded to those requests, as well as all the support from our funders, individual donors, and community partners. We are a private nonprofit. So one recent example would be a local supporter is GL Homes, who sponsored our 50th anniversary celebration this year. So it's that kind of like incredible support all the way around that makes it possible for us to serve so many people every hour of every day. Well, now to be able to take phone calls from folks who are in uh, different uh, stages of distress, uh, it, it must require a certain amount of training and also uh, a certain amount of built-in talent to be able to handle this kind of situation. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Our staff are, are well-trained. So we're what we call crisis prevention counselors. So that's not therapists. You know, we're not clinical therapists, but crisis counselors. And so they're trained with many weeks of specialized training And that pre-service training is based on what we call Rogerian active listening principles. And that's really just a fancy way of saying that they know how to listen. Um, And to get to your point, Ron, it's also that we have to start with people who really care a lot. 
So we put those together, and then they're going to ask some questions, find out what's going on, and, and then give the information. So, um, but to bounce off the training question, I also want to make sure that you and everyone listening knows that in addition to the individual training that all of our counselors have, we're also well-credentialed. So we are accredited by quite a number of different bodies, including one that oversees suicide prevention, another that oversees information services, and then a, another local one that oversees all of the, the governing types of functions as well. So we've got a lot of a lot of credentialing that makes sure that the quality of the services that we're providing is always top-notch. Now, I would imagine with the pandemic and the quarantine, you've probably seen a pretty big spike in calls for help. Can you tell us more about what you've experienced since we got into this situation? Yeah, it is. It's it has really been an intense year, um, especially when the pandemic first hit. We saw a very significant increase in the requests for help. Some days those that was double and some days even triple. It did stabilize a little bit, but still year over year, a good 20% higher. And the requests have come um, in kind of a couple of different camps. I would say on one hand, almost everyone is worried about the pandemic. So they've been worried about how to stay safe. They've been worried about, you know, in the earlier days, how to get tested. Now there are a lot, a lot of questions around uh, vaccinations and who's eligible and where they can get vaccinated. So that's kind of one camp directly about the pandemic. The other camp are calls that revolve around a lot of the economics. A lot of people lost hours, lost work, and they were worried about paying their bills, um, worried about being homeless. You know, a lot of stress and anxiety about that and then really threaded through all of those different calls were just people struggling with anxiety, stress, worries, feelings of being overwhelmed and a lot of pressure, you know, throughout this entire time. It, it's been challenging really for all of us, I think. We're all kind of in it together, you know. Now, I understand you also provide services for isolated seniors. It's called the Sunshine Service. Tell us more about that. We do. We call over 500 isolated elderly individuals in this community every single day. And we do that by combining, you know, a handful of team members with a bunch of volunteers. And so seniors um, themselves who are worried that they're alone or family members or friends or neighbors sometimes get them connected with us. And we will start that daily call. I'll tell you, Ron, that... Um, most of the people we call tell us, many say that we're the only person they talk to every day. And then every single year we save, it's a life-saving program. Every year we save someone's life, but usually several people. And um, really just in the last couple of weeks, I heard a couple of stories. We talked to someone who, um, it wasn't clear initially what was going on, but the person didn't sound like themselves. And our volunteer called for help and backup, and it turned out that that, that senior was having a stroke. Wow. And so by our, you know, quick thinking and action, we were able to get them help, and they're recovering now. And their family, is, they and their family are so, so grateful, mm -hmm. you know, that our team was there that day. That's awesome. Now, you know, one of the groups that you uh, that kind of get overlooked in the grand scheme of things is always our caregivers. They give so much, and sometimes they're the unsung heroes. And you have a new initiative that's, that's focused on caregivers. 
We do. So it's really similar to Sunshine in that, except that instead of being exclusive to seniors, this has expanded the umbrella to include people who are caring for someone else. So it may be someone that's caring for a parent. It could be someone who's caring for a disabled child or a sibling or a partner. Um, there's a lot of research that suggests the weight that these caregivers carry actually takes a toll on their physical and mental health. There are um, a number of caregivers are actually at risk of dying before the person that they're taking care of that that pressure is so enormous. So what we want to do is we want to make a call and check on them. And then we also have an advocate who's able to work with them to, to link them to support if that's needed as well. Sometimes they're just going to need to talk, but sometimes they might need, you know, some concrete services that our team can help get them linked to. Now, you spoke a few minutes ago about uh, sponsors, and uh, we know from our talk with 501c3s and nonprofit organizations and charitable groups that uh, sponsorship support is so crucial. And uh, tell us about some of your sponsors. Yeah, it is. As a nonprofit, we absolutely could not operate. We could not keep these phones answered if it wasn't for our community support. And one of the ones that I mentioned was GL Homes because they are um, sponsoring our 50th anniversary celebration this year, and they have been really vital to our ability to, to stay open and serving and vital because we can turn to them when we need something, and we know that we can count on them to be there. Now, we talked a little bit about your 50th anniversary, as you just mentioned, but we haven't talked about how you plan on celebrating this momentous occasion. What's going on? Well, Ryan, you know, if it wasn't a pandemic, we wanted to have a big party. <laughs> but um, we can't do that, obviously. So what we're doing instead is we're, we're kind of shifted gears and we're doing a lot of, a lot of virtual and social media. So part of what um, GL Home sponsorship involved was creating for us a commemorative video that really highlighted the work that we've done over the past 50 years, where we are today, where we're headed, some scenarios of people that we've helped. And we've got that out um, on our website. And so we want people to see that. We've put it up on social media. And we're also spotlighting local community heroes and how they feel about 211 and the work that we're doing. So we're, we're trying to get the message out virtually. Now, uh, I'll confess, as a Florida native, I remember way back when, uh, the, uh, in, to the south of us in the Miami area, uh, a group known as the Switchboard of Miami, which has now become the Miami version of 211, as you mentioned. Uh, and, it is. And, and at that time, it was, it was primarily focused on, uh, you know, the uh, use of drugs and trying to help people get through uh, bad drug experiences and get them into recovery and things like that. So I, I know that uh, it's expanded down into the Miami area to include so much more than just that. Tell us how a 211 here in Palm Beach County has changed in your time uh, with the group and in its 50-year history. Yeah, that's a great question, and I'm so impressed that you know Switchboard of Miami. <laughs> they did become the two-on-one down there, and similar to them, we also predate the two-on-one number. Two-on-one was nationally designated back in the year 2000, but we are actually older than that, and we also started as a crisis line, so focused on um, drug abuse needs and mental health kinds of things, founded by uh, the late doctor also from here locally. So at that time, one of my favorite stories about the difference um, in just the way we operate is we actually have a board member who was one of our earliest volunteers, 
And he likes to talk about how back when he started on the overnight shift, they used index cards. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? So now we have this um, really sophisticated phone system that prioritizes the calls so that we can answer suicide-related calls before we would answer an information-related call. We also have a sophisticated database that has all the resources. Instead of, you know, a few dozen resources, we have 1,600-plus agencies. So literally thousands and thousands of resources at the fingertips of our staff who are answering the phone. And that's also available on our website. So we have information not only by phone, but people can find it in the database that's available for free online. We have a coronavirus landing page on our website with a lot of pandemic-related information. And then in, in addition to being phone-based, people can also now text us, 898-211. They can email us. They can go to our website and click the chat button. So we've really made every effort to have all of this information available in any way that people need it. And as you mentioned, happened in Miami, we've also expanded. So in addition to the helpline hotline services, we have a number of advocates to work with vulnerable populations. So we already talked about our Sunshine Line, mm -hmm. but we also have some advocates to work with elderly who are in crisis, families with young children, not sure about whether or not their development is on track, um, an advocate to work with families with special needs children, the caregiver program that you mentioned, as well as a fairly new one the last couple of years to work with our veterans where we have two veteran peers. So we're really doing so much to help those in need in this community. Well, it certainly is great to have the 211 system available here in our area. And we've talked about support from sponsors. Uh, and we also know from talking to our friends in the nonprofit world that, uh, you know, you also could not do what you do without just the average citizen providing what I like to call their donation of time, talent, and treasures. I know you're always more than happy to receive uh, donations from the public. Uh, and also, are you looking for uh, folks who want to volunteer their time to man the phones? We really are. Um, Ron, you, you nailed it because that's exactly what we need. We need the support of the whole community. And donations really help things go because we have to pay our staff. We have to keep the lights on. You know, the technology is not free. Um, so we, we need, we're looking for donations. We do make some use of volunteers, not as much on the helpline as we did in our early days because of the accreditation requirements, but we do have some spots that we can use some volunteers. We use volunteers a lot also in our Sunshine program, as we mentioned, and then we always need um, volunteers for outreach activities as well as people to help serve on committees doing um, awareness and fundraising types of activities. So, yeah, your time, talent, and treasure are definitely needed to support this 211 helpline work. Well, now, how can people reach out to you to make that generous donation of time, talent, and treasure? The easiest way is to go to our website, 211palmbeach.org, and there's a button they can click to donate or to get in touch with us if they're interested in volunteering. And, of course, if, um, if people just Googled us, they could Google 211 Palm Beach. You would find that website. And, finally, if all else fails, you know, the number is so easy to remember. People would just have to dial 211 and say, hey, I want to donate, or, hey, I'm interested in volunteering, or I'd like to sign up for the Sunshine Program, and we will get them connected to the right place. 
Well, Sharon, it's just been a real pleasure to speak with you, and we appreciate all the great work that you and your staff and your team are doing to help keep people safe and sound and secure here in the Palm Beach and the Treasure Coast area. It's been great talking to you. We want to urge folks to make that phone call and make a donation of your time, talent, or treasure. Uh, And uh, also, if folks are in need, remember the number is 211, the 211 helpline. Thank you so much for the time and for uh, helping us make people aware. We really appreciate you getting us on. Well, we love talking to our friends in, in the nonprofit world. This is one of the bright spots of my day is to be able to sit and talk with folks who have a good heart and who want to try to make uh, uh, the world a better place. So we appreciate all that you're doing, and we look forward to speaking with you again in the real in the near future. Thank you. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.